Welcome tonight's guest. She's so bubbly, I almost burped just looking at her. Fox News contributor and host of Crimes That Changed America. On Fox Nation, Emily Campagno. He's so brainy, he makes zombies hungry. Breitbart News senior editor at large, Joel Polak. Unlike her wit, her e-cig isn't lit. Host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Catherine Tibb. And nothing goes over his head. It's literally impossible. My massive sidekick and host of Nuff Set on Fox Nation, Tyrus. All right, Emily. Uh, you know what I'm amazed by? It's how, if you weigh the coverage of things that Trump says versus things that Trump does, it's amazing. Like the peace deal barely got covered. Maybe it got on some front pages, but then it just went away. You're so right. And I like to look at international coverage for some of our policy decisions with foreign policy and developments and stuff, just to take that international temperature and see what the rest of the world is saying. Mm -hmm. And it was so overwhelmingly positive, obviously, right? They recognize the historical significance. They recognize the trade opportunities this opens mm -hmm. up. They recognized the strategic undercutting for Iran and Palestine, which is a positive thing. Literally the only source of downplaying or minimizing or not even covering this development, this historical moment was our own liberal mainstream media. Mm. Reminds me a lot of that movie Twilight, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> Joel, uh, welcome to the show. Your first time here. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the peace deal? Well, the most exciting part about it is imagining the flights between Tel Aviv and Dubai. It's gonna be like the LA to Vegas shuttle where you have <laughs> Drunk people and gamblers going back and forth all night long for $20 tickets and drink coupons. I mean, it's just going to be a wild party that never stops. That's what people are missing here. This is going to be fun. Interesting. I didn't even I didn't think of it that way. All right, Kat, what are your thoughts? Uh, we have a bunch of different elements in this in this uh, segment. So pick one. I, I want to talk about the, the whole debate going on about the police criminal justice and the way we're talking about it right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a huge problem with the way we're talking about it, not because there's no problem with our criminal justice system, but because there is, but we're not really addressing the main issue, which is lack of accountability. Even though this week a report came out, um, the Registry of Exonerations found that in cases where people were innocent but convicted of a crime wrongly, there was police or prosecutor misconduct in more than 50% of those cases. but anyone who was committing the misconduct, only 17% of the time was there some sort of discipline taken against those people. Um, and so it's a huge problem. There needs to be reform. But as it turns out, not one of those problems that can be solved just by taking the cash away, okay? As well as that worked in the plot of Billy Madison, turns out our criminal justice system is not a drunken, lazy, nudie magazine obsessed Adam Sandler character. And we're having these stupid conversations where people like Don Lemon are saying, I went to New York, it was fine. Well, well okay, like I went to the pharmacy this week and I didn't see a stabbing. Why? Because I went about 10 minutes earlier than I would have gone to see the stabbing across the street. What? When we talk and fight about this stupid stuff, we miss the real issues. You're not helping anything, especially because anyone can watch videos and, as you mentioned, look at statistics mm -hmm. and see that just because you ha managed to have a peaceful dinner, that doesn't mean anything. So then we can't have the real conversations we need to have. Yeah. By the way, that stabbing was mostly peaceful. Mostly so. peaceful stabbing. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, Tyrus, last word to you. Say whatever you want. Well, whatever I want. <laughs> you look taller, Greg. You look taller and fit. 
Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. And I think uh, Emily was a miss. I don't know if she saw Palestinian TV, but they were pissed. They were <laughs> furious. Um, True. They had the all exception. kinds of assurances <laughs> that no peace in the Middle East unless they were in on it. And yeah. apparently they didn't get the tweet that yeah. they were not going to be in on it. So them um, and pretty much the, the left media was furious. You know, mm -hmm. and again, I just like to point one other thing. This is now uh, the second week since the whole with guest incident, mm -hmm. and I just like to say uh, I thought last week you would now be woke and we <laughs> would hear with Tyrus and Cat, but again, we did not. So the struggle continues. So now I'm in week two of my boycott of the guest title. So um, I didn't know if you noticed the small group yeah, if of we people were guests, outside your... If we were guests, yeah. we would be getting invitations. We don't get right. invitations. You know, I just want to say, I don't know where you live, so it's impossible to put protesters in front of your house. So I'm going to need, by the end of the show today, two confirmed addresses yes. where you're at so I can have my team of four protesters outside. What do we four want protests. with? When do we want it now? So uh, watch your back, Greg. But, but seriously, I need... Uh, I'll need an address. Okay. Not I can't protest you if I don't know where you are. <laughs> Very elitist of you. I, okay, I'll add a with. I'll add a with. Gee whiz. You, Holly, Joan, record this <laughs> on top of the recording. I want this noted. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's the Hammer Time Podcast. Fox News Channel's Bill Hammer takes you one-on-one -on -one with engaging personalities covering the critical issues of the day. Find Hammer Time now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. America's listening to Fox News. She hit the gold mine by acting like a canine. Meet puppy girl Jenna. She's 21 from Texas, and she earns $10,000 a month pretending to be a dog on social media. God bless free enterprise. She started her business small, like you do, eating dog chow on TikTok. Now she's on a subscription site and charges 20 bucks a month for people to watch her scamper around the house. 20 bucks a month. Play tug of war, fetch a ball. Jenna says she used to work as an optician, but quit when she learned she could earn, a far, earn far more by working like a dog. Okay, so I'm confused, uh, Emily. Um, is this empowering or exploitive? Or is it exploitive pretending to be empowering? Or is it just awesome that she's making a living and she's not, like, living off somebody else? Is this beautiful? Is this a beautiful story? I'm convincing myself it's a beautiful story. <laughs> Well, it probably depends if you pull one of her $10,000 a month subscribers. I will say that when I first saw this, at first I was jealous, as I always am, and regretted being an attorney when I see people half my age out earning me my million dollars per year for doing nothing. But then when I saw those videos, I was like, you can't pay me enough to do that. Like, absolutely not. I don't care how much she's making. And the best part to me, too, is that when you dived deeper into like the description of it in the article, it said that she got most of her stuff, her, her toys and her props from Etsy and also from pet stores where she would make up fictional dogs to avoid, quote, awkward conversations with cashiers. So basically this chick is out earning most of America, but she can't disclose how in daylight hours. Wow, that sounds like what I do for a living, Emily. You know, um, Kat, is, I think the big story here and the story that we're not talking about is that we don't pay opticians enough. Because yeah. if we paid opticians enough, they wouldn't be on the ground 
eating dog food for cash. I think she <laughs> likes it. Yeah, I, I do. And, and look, I support it. I completely support you. You do that. Go ahead. And another person I support who I looked through some of these videos on this TikTok is there's a dude who's like filming it and talking to her. And every now and then you see his arm or whatever. OK, whenever I ask Cam to take a photo of me for my Instagram, he's like, Ugh, OK, and I'm acting human and all of those. No more. All right. I, I this guy now that I see look at him. He's yeah. he's there. He, he's all in. Yeah. So uh, way to go for you two. And I'm going to uh, make things harder on Cam now whenever yes, I want uh, Instagram content. <laughs> That was a tremendous waste of toilet paper, Tyrus. Did you see that? The world's ending as we know it. Yes. This is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. This is what it's all about. Yes. I think it's great. Capitalism, baby. Well, Joel, what I do you think? I think we have a lot of sick people in the world. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I am also ambivalent uh, about this. I don't know what to feel, Joel. I can't find my outrage button in my body. Well... What I want to know is how committed they are to this model of making a living. I mean, are they house trained? You know, what happens with all that? But the other, the other point is this may not be around for much longer because Trump banned TikTok. Mm. As of tomorrow, you can't get this anymore. So this may be a case of cruelty to animals or something. <laughs> yeah, it's true, too. Uh, you know, um, I think she I think it just proves that. For, for every freak out there, there's another thousand freaks just like them willing to hand over money. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Thank God for that. Thank God for the freaks. <laughs> All right. Kat, got a final thought? Yeah, I had Libertarian presidential candidate Joe Jorgensen on Sincerely Cat this week. We talk about you know, third party voting and how to stop stalking your ex. And when you watch it, you see lipstick on my teeth for the beginning. Know that I did that on purpose to make you feel better because I've been getting too attractive. So I did it for you and you're welcome. Ah. <laughs> Final thought, Joel. Joel. Well, first of all, a very happy new year to everyone in the Jewish world. And a great New Year's gift is my book, Red November. And a special <laughs> shout out to Granny Rhoda. This is her absolute favorite TV program. So, hi, Gran. Smart lady. Tyrus, any final thought? Hey, Granny and all Tyrus fans out there, for <laughs> the low, low price of $1.99 a month, you can watch me pretend to be a hibernating bear at night when I go to sleep. <laughs> Sign up now. <laughs> Don't miss it. <laughs> Emily? I'll see you guys on my Instagram at RealEmilyCampagno, where I shamelessly promote things every day, all day. So look for that stuff there. Excellent, Emily. All right. Thank you, Emily, Joel, Kat, and Tyrus. I'm Greg Gutfeld, and I love you, America.